If blank would blank, then blank. That is the middle blank issue. And today we're going to revisit this and we're going to do a deeper dive on the middle blank issue and the implications of the middle blank issue. This is Steve Thomas. I'm so glad you've joined us for Budge today. I am really, really anxious to get into this. I love talking about this. Uh, it's a little hard for me to talk about because every time I do, I'm always beating myself up because there's I don't do this well, but I try to. I try to. And so I, we've developed a tool for you to use. And I'm going to tell you later where you can get that tool. And you can download it or you can just look at it there on your desktop, your laptop as we're walking through this. And... Um, it's going to help you kind of navigate what your part of the middle blank issue is. And there's some pretty daunting questions on there that will cause you to think. And that's exactly what it's for because we need to be able to get beyond these middle blank issues. So here's what I've learned over the last couple of years since we first did our uh, budge episode on the middle blank issue. I've learned that there are variations of the middle blank issue. Here, here are some of those variations. Of course, the one I just said, if blank would blank, then blank. That, that is the most popular. But here's one I've heard just recently. If blank wouldn't blank, then blank. Same thing, only flipped. If blank wouldn't blank, then blank. You know, if, if he wouldn't lie, then. If she wouldn't gossip or, or uh, uh, be late every day or whatever it may be, then this will be the outcome. Um, here's a popular one. If blank had blank, then blank. And normally that first blank is filled in this case with I. If I had blank, then blank. And then here's one that's not quite as popular, but I'm starting to hear it a little bit more. If blank didn't have to blank, then blank. You see, well, if I didn't have to do everything, then I could get my real job done. Well, if she didn't have to go here or go there or do this or do that, then everything would be smoother. And so there are different variations of the middle blank issue. But here's what I want you to understand. Anytime there is an implication of not being able to do something because of someone or something else, there is a middle blank issue. That's my definition of a middle blank issue. So we're going to jump into this. I want to share with you 10 facts about the middle blank issue, and I'm gonna re I'm gonna be using some real life examples, real life middle blank issues. These are I did not set and make these up. I promise. These are ones that I've heard. Uh, some of them I've heard over and over and over again, but these are the ones I, I I want you to get this man because this middle blank issue plagues all of us uh, from time to time. And if you're married, if you got kids especially junior high kids, if you've got, if you work with people, if you lead people, if you got leaders that lead you, it, I'm telling you, if you're in traffic, if you're at the mall in a long line, if there are rude people around, it, it goes on and on and on. Wherever you are, you are going to experience perhaps a middle blank issue. So I want to break this down and I want to show you how to move beyond this middle blank issue. And my hope is 
that when you start practicing some of this, first of all, your stress level goes down. But second of all, you become more effective at creating the outcome that you really want to create. Because until we learn to navigate through these middle Blake issues, we are not going to create the outcome that we ultimately want. So here are 10 facts about the middle blank issue. Fact number one, it is probably true. Your middle blank issue is probably true. Here's a real life example. If she would stay out of everyone's business, then there would be less drama. True statement. Absolutely true statement. But she's not staying out of everyone's business. So there is more drama. Now what are we going to do about it? It is probably a true statement. Here's another true statement. If my son would listen to me and do what I show him to do, he could have a great, great yard. True statement. Absolutely true statement. But what am I going to do about that? Do you see? And sometimes these middle blank issues bring a frustration that they just don't simply have to bring once we learn to navigate through these middle blank issues. Fact number two, by itself, it is a blaming statement. And it could be an excuse. Whenever we use a middle blank, and, and I will make this very clear, there's nothing wrong with thinking or saying anything that is a middle blank. There's nothing wrong with that statement. But when we leave it alone, it becomes a blaming statement. That's when it becomes a problem. Not when we just think it or say it, but when we leave it alone and don't do anything about it and don't step in to own our part, that's when it becomes a blaming statement. And it can become an excuse as well. Here's a popular one. If I had more time, then I could get more done. True statement. Absolutely true statement. However, it is logistically impossible for you to have more time. You have as much time in your day as anyone else has in theirs. So the correct statement would be, if I would use my time more wisely, then I could get more done. If I would discipline my time better, then I would get more done. But sometimes it just becomes a blame or it becomes an excuse. If I had more time, then things would be better. Again, true statement, but you don't have more time. Fact number three, our middle blank issue tends to show our laziness. <laughs> this is a tough one. It tends to show our laziness. Owning our part of any middle blank issue is challenging, man. That means we have to step up and do something. That means we have to shift our thinking. Uh, we have to create ways to move beyond. And maybe, just maybe, we got to change things in our hearts and in our minds and in our thinking. And that is, sometimes that's just tough. So our middle blank issue can tend to show our own laziness. Fact number four, you are the subject of somebody else's middle blank issue. Someone has said something about you and inserted your name and some issue they have with you. You have been somebody else's middle blank issue. And the reason I want to point that out is because when that happens and we find out about it, we're frustrated that we are the subject of somebody else's middle blank issue. Why? Well, because they don't understand us. They don't see our side of it. They don't know our situation. Exactly. And when we get into this tool later, you'll see why that is so important to keep that in mind. Is because they don't understand us just like possibly we don't understand them. And it frustrates us. However, we still 
use other people as our middle blank issue. Do you see? And sometimes there are blind spots that we have that we just don't know about. It becomes very, very uncomfortable and it becomes very, very frustrating. Fact number five, when we own our part, we now become empowered to make a change. And until we own our part of any middle blank issue, we are powerless to make a change. Do you see it? Here's another real life middle blank issue. If my boss would communicate more clearly, everyone would be less frustrated. Everyone would be less frustrated. Okay, if he would communicate more clearly, if she would, if my boss, if she would understand better, then everybody would be less frustrated. Okay, now, true statement, perhaps, left alone, it's blaming. We are powerless to make a change, but when we own our part of that, we now are empowered to make a change. What part of that can we own? And even if it's very small, what can we own? Well, first of all, does our boss know that they're not communicating clearly? Because in their mind, it probably makes perfect sense. Is there any way we could point out how the communication could be more clear? Do they think they understand? Does she really think she understands? Because if she does, she has nothing more to do. We're the ones that are frustrated. You see it? So how could we help her understand better or at least point out to her that she really may not be showing or understanding or moving through the situation like she could if she had better understanding? What part of that can we own? And until we do, we're powerless to make a change. But once we do, we're now empowered to make a change. Fact number six, we may have a tendency in our middle blank issue to objectify people. What do you do with objects? You fix them. What do you do with people? You influence them. But when we have, we have this tendency in our middle blank issue sometimes to attach labels to people, and once we attach a label to them, they now become an object to us they now are not even a human to us. Here, here's how it goes. This is a real-life middle blank issue. If they would spend as much energy doing their job than complaining, we would have a better product. Wow. Again, true statement. What can I do about it? Is there anything about that that I can own? But have I inadvertently labeled them as complainers, therefore, putting them in an object category that needs to be fixed. You see, because you fix objects, you don't fix people. It, it Again, the statement's true. I'm not saying the statement's not true. I'm saying we have to be careful to not label people. Because when we label, here's what I believe. I think sometimes when we label people, we somehow feel like we've abdicated ourselves from having to deal with the situation. You have not. All you've done is add another layer of complexity onto the already complex issue. So if they would spend as much time and energy doing their job as they do complaining, then we would have a better product is a true statement. But again, I have now labeled, I have objectified, and basically I've built a wall between me and them. What I have to do is see them as people, treat them as people, not label them, they might have a legitimate complaint. They might have a legitimate concern. What can I do to move in and what can I do to help them? Fact number seven, owning creates opportunities. 
Owning creates opportunities and it brings change. But when we don't own, there is no opportunity to do anything about it and to create the change that we need to create. Fact number eight, there is not a middle blank issue out there that there is not something that we can own. There is always something about a middle blank issue that we can own. And, and I'm saying that because to this day, I have not heard of a middle blank issue yet that there's not something. It may be small, but even if it's small, it's still a start. But I've never heard of a middle blank issue that there's not something that we can't own. Here are some pretty popular middle blank issues. I'm going to share with, and I'm going to show you all of these. You, you might think, you know, your own middle blank issue, well, there's nothing I can do to own that. So it's not owning all of it. It's owning your part of it. What part can you own? And we'll get to that a little bit later on when we start breaking this tool out. But here are some pretty popular middle blank issues. Uh, pay attention. If they would pay attention. Be kind. Speak up. Shut up. Cooperate. Work harder. If they would understand. If they would do their job. And here's the most popular if they would listen. Listen is the number one middle blank issue from around the country. If they would listen. In all of those, there is something that you can own. And if I knew your situation better, I could show you what part of each one of those that you can actually own. And some of those we'll get to a little bit later on. Again, we start breaking the tool out. But here's the deal. I have not seen a middle blank issue yet that there's not something, even if it's small, that we can't own. All right, fact number nine. Sometimes the perceived outcome is just not accurate. So again, here's a popular one. I guarantee everybody listening, you've probably thought this or said this. If I had more money, I would be happier. I'm not so sure that that outcome is accurate. I know it feels that way, but I know a lot of rich people that aren't any happier than I am. If I had more time, then I could get more done. Again, it's not a more time issue because you're not going to have more time. It's a how am I handling the time that I have issue, then I could get more done. You see, so that, that outcome is it, it, it's just not accurate. So what kind of outcome can we create that is more accurate that gives us something better to shoot for? Fact number 10, there is always something below the surface that leads to or hinders or perpetuates the middle blank issue. There are always extenuating issues, no matter what the situation is. Every single time I've seen a middle blank issue, there is something below the surface that's driving that middle blank issue. Either they don't see it the way I see it, that's below the surface. Um, sometimes it's just that it's, it's way too general of an idea. It's way too general of a middle blank issue. There's always something below the surface that drives that middle blank issue. So what is that? And do I understand that? And do I really take the time to get to that? And that leads us into using the middle blank issue tool. Now, if you want to go to stevejthomas.com, pause this, Go to stevejthomas.com, go to the stuff page, 
And on the stuff page, you will see the middle blank issue. Click on it. It's a PDF. You can either print it, have it in front of you, or again, pull it up on your screen, and you can watch this as we walk through it. But this is where I want to start diving deeper in this middle blank issue, and you'll see how this middle blank issue tool is designed to help you navigate to get to the outcome that you really want. So let me now dive into this middle blank issue tool and show you how this plays out. And if you want this tool, it's actually on the website. Um, it's on the budge page on my website. It's on the budge page. And right next to episode 10, the middle blank issue, there is a tool and you can click that. You download that. You could actually follow along or later on you can download it and you can use it. Um, you can, I don't care what you do with it. You can write in it. You can make copies. You can give it out. You can go teach it to your team. Do whatever you need to do with it. But this is how the middle blank issue tool works. There are three blanks. If blank, that's blank number one. That's the weirdo. Would blank, that's the middle blank issue. Then blank, that's the outcome. You see it? So this tool is a grid of nine squares. And each blank has three questions below it to take you on this process of figuring out what part of this you can own to get to the other side of this middle blank issue. You see it? So I'm going to walk through this with you and show you how this plays out. And then hopefully we'll take some questions and we'll go from there. Okay, if blank. Again, that's blank number one. That's the weirdo. That's a person's name. It's they, it's he, it's she, uh, whatever, whoever that is. That usually is represents some sort of person or a group of people of some sort. Okay, so here's question number one. Do I really understand them? Like, do I really know their personality? Do I know their listening style? Do I know their communication style? Do I get them? Do I really know how they're wired up? Um, do I know their story? Do I know what messages they've received about leadership, life, marriage, culture, team, work, all these things? Do I know what their influences and experiences have been in life? Do I know anything about this person at all? Do I really, really understand them? Question number two, do I know what they're going through? Do I really know what they're going through? In other words, is there something below the surface? that would hinder, perpetuate, or lead to this middle blank issue. And that was fact number 10. There's always something more than what I know. There's always extenuating circumstances. There's always something below the surface that I'm not aware of that could possibly be leading to, perpetuating, or hindering that middle blank issue. So do I know what they're going through right now? Now, Let me tell you a little story about this. Uh, I created this in the month of August, a couple of years ago. In September, I took it to a very small leadership conference that I was speaking at, and, and I broke it out for the first time publicly. And so how this conference was going is that there were, there were these tables all over the room, and at each table, there was a mentor there. And so there were about eight people at a table, so seven attendees and then one mentor. 
So everybody had the middle blank issue, and I gave it out, and I said, I'm going to give you about 20 minutes to work through. Think of a middle blank issue that you have and work through these questions, and then I want you to pick one of them at the table, and I want you to start pounding through it and then have this conversation so you can verbalize and articulate kind of what that looks like and help the people at the table, help them work through this middle blank issue and what part of that can they own and, and get beyond this. So we did it. 20 minutes went by. How did it go? Fine. Went great. Questions, blah, blah. We get done with the day. So everybody leaves the room and the mentors are still around. And I said, how did the middle blank issue go with your team? And they said, there were like three of them that said it went great, except we got stuck on that second question. And I said, what about that second question? I looked at it and it said, do I know what they're going through? Here's why they got stuck. One of the new leaders at the table, at each of these three tables, stopped and said, is that something I should know about? And the mentor and other people at the table that knew that they should was like, absolutely, it's what you need to know about. But what if it's a personal issue? What if it is? That personal issue that they're going through could be leading to hindering or perpetuating that middle blank issue. And if you don't know that, you're not going to be able to get past that middle blank issue. And then forever, you're powerless to make any kind of a change. So, what are they going through? Do I know what's going on below the surface? And here's question number three. What are their needs and what are their challenges? What are their needs and what are their challenges? All right, you remember earlier when I said that you are the subject of somebody else's middle blank issue? And it usually bothers us when you are because they're like, well, that's not fair because they don't know what I'm going through. Exactly. They don't know your needs and challenges. And guess what? You may not know this person's needs and challenges. And especially when it's a group of people. Some of you work in organizations in which you have different departments. And one department one department could take issue with another department, you know, and then it creates this tension, it creates this animosity. Well, okay, when it why do you really understand the other department's needs and challenges? Do you really know what it is that they're going through? Do you really know what it is that they might need that they're not getting or what challenges they face? day in and day out. And oftentimes, no, one department has no clue what that other department faces day in and day out. Same thing with individuals. Do I really know what their needs and challenges are? Now, my guess is this. You get through column one and you really start pondering those questions. That probably is enough in and of itself to stop you in your tracks and go, I really don't know everything. I probably should practice a little curiosity and do some exploration. But let's say you get past column one and now we go to column two. These are the questions pertaining directly to that middle blank issue. If blank would blank. Okay, what part of that can I own? What part of that can I own? So around the country for a long time, I've asked people, what is your middle blank issue? On the count of three, say it out loud. They say it. I have collected the number one middle blank issue responses. But there is one that stands out above all the others. Here are typical answers that people say. If they would pay attention, if they would be kind, 
if they would speak up, if they would shut up, if they would cooperate, if they would work harder, if they would just understand, if they would do their job. But here is the number one answer to what is your middle blank issue. Listen. If they would listen, but for some reason, they're just not listening to me. So now I'm one-on-one -on -one with the leader and I say, okay, own your part of that. And the leader says, I can't own them not listening. Nope, you can't because that's trying to own too much. You can't fix them to listen. You've got to influence them to listen. But here's the part you can own. Are you a leader or are you a person worth listening to? And if you're not, then guess what? Not only are they not listening to you, there's a whole lot of other people not listening to you as well. It's just the other people are better at faking it than that person is. Do you see it? And you know what the pushback I get is? But they have to listen to me because I'm the leader. They have to listen to me because I'm the coach. They have to listen to me because I'm the teacher. Okay, clearly they don't have to or we would not be having this conversation. You see it? And do you want people listening to you because they have to or because they want to? So that's the part you can own. Present yourself as someone worth being listened to. Question number two, what is the bigger issue? Like what do I ultimately need them to do? Do you just need them to listen? Because if that's all you need them to do, it sounds like it could be maybe an ego thing. You see it? But what do you really need them to do? No, I don't need them to just listen. I need them to act on what we're, what I'm telling them to do. Exactly. So focus on that instead of just focusing on the fact that they're not listening. And then that goes along with the last question on this particular, particular column. Are they even aware that this is an issue? Like, do they think that they're listening? Do, would they be shocked to know that you think they're not listening? And by the way, until somebody looks at me across the table and says to me, um, excuse me, Steve, I'm not listening to you. It is only simply a speculation of them not listening. It is a story I'm telling myself. What makes you think they're not listening? Because they don't look like it or they don't act like it or they're not listening like you listen. Again, do you really understand this person? So are they aware that this is an issue? This one comes up a lot. If they would just do their job. Are they aware that's not an issue? Like, do people really wake up in the morning and go, ah, I've got to work today, but I'm going to go to work today and just um, not do my job? My guess is most of the time, no, and probably I'm naive enough to believe that all the time, no. But they might think they actually are doing their job. Is there clarity there about what their job is? There's always a piece of that that you can know. That takes us to the outcome. Column number three, the outcome. If blank would blank, then blank. Here's the outcome. Question number one, what exactly is the outcome that would exist if they would blank? Now you can flip this around. Remember the variations of the middle blank issue. What exactly is the outcome if you had what it is you think you need to have? What would that outcome be? Are you sure that that would be an outcome? So what is that outcome? Question number two, who does the outcome serve? Now, this is a big one to me. 
Because I got to be honest with you, most of the time, most of the time, when I hear middle blank issues, that outcome serves the person who has the issue. Do you see it? Well, if they would be a little kinder, then my life would be a lot more peaceful. Awesome. And who does that outcome serve? It serves you. And oftentimes, when there's a selfish outcome, that person doesn't care. They're not even aware, perhaps, that the outcome would actually make things better because the outcome ultimately serves you. This is the last question. And to me, this may be the biggest question. It is actually what prompted me to create this tool in the first place. Does the outcome even resonate with them? Does the outcome even resonate with them? You see it? And so many times we have these perceived outcomes, like, man, it would be so much better if we tell what the outcome would be. And we think it would be a great thing. We think it would be a fantastic thing. We can see it, man. We got this vision. We got this idea. You know, we got this purpose in mind. And none of that even resonates with the person that we have the issue with. It's like trying to explain to a 17-year-old kid why he should even take, let alone get a good grade in calculus. How do you do that? I don't know. My ninth grade algebra teacher lied to me, lied to the class, because he stood there on the first day of algebra and said, you're going to use this stuff for the rest of your life. No, I'm not. But we were dumb enough to believe him at that point, so we figured out what A plus C minus D that equals symbols. We, I, I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't remember one thing about it. I don't know. I'm, I, 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 when I start talking algebra, any kind of math beyond basic math, I sound very ignorant. Probably some of you, you know right off. And now you're already thinking, yep, buddy, you do sound pretty ignorant. That's okay. At least I'm used to it. How do you describe to a freshman, you need to get a grade in algebra because you're going to use this for the rest of your life? Nah, I'm pretty sure I'm not. You see it? Does that outcome resonate? Does that outcome resonate? How many times you've been frustrated, you know, with somebody that you, <laughs> somebody that you lead, you know, I'm just going to make a name up. All right. So you're frustrated with Tom because man, Tom is, he's just not, I'm telling you, Tom's bright. He's, he's, he's sharp. Uh, he knows his stuff, but man, his work ethic is just not what it could be and not what it should be. And you say to Tom, you say, Tom, listen to me, man, dude, listen, if you would just step it up a little bit, man, I'm telling you, you could get that promotion. If you'd step it up just a little bit, man, you could go to the next level. And the whole time Tom is thinking, I don't want a promotion. And I don't want to go to the next level. It means nothing to him. You see it, but he doesn't see it because the outcome does not resonate with him. Your 12-year-old junior high kid at home. I'm telling you this. 
if you will just take the trash out every Tuesday at 4.30. Make sure it's out on the street. I'm telling you, son, when you do this, it's going to make you a better man someday. He's 12. I'm not so sure he even knows what a better man looks like yet. That does not resonate with him. Find that outcome that resonates with him. Do you see this? And that, to me, is one of the biggest issues with this middle blank issue. Finding that outcome that really resonates with them. I know it does with you, but does it with them. And that, that to me, you follow, you know, you again, download that tool, man, and um, and just walk through it. And, and as you walk through it, I would love to hear from you. I would love to know what you took out of it. I'd love to know how it led you or if it led you on this path to finding what part of that you can own and finding out what is the hangup of getting this middle blank issue resolved. And and again, you know, it just it's it's kind of weird to do this over a Zoom cast or a podcast, you know, without writing everything out and drawing everything out. So, you know, I'm I'm using my hands here on this Zoom cast, but nobody listening to this ever is going to see my hands moving. So I can just tell them my hands are moving. It doesn't matter. And I could have you pulled the whiteboard up here and you know drew this out for you. But again, nobody listening to this is going to get it. So <laughs> it's weird. So remember all the variations though of the middle blank issue. And again, you can run the same thing through, you know, that, that particular grid. If blank would blank, then blank. If blank would not blank, then blank. Or if blank had blank, then blank. Or if blank did not have to blank, then blank. There are all kinds of variations. The point is, what part of that can you own to bring about change and to bring about some sort of effectiveness? 